Hi, I'm Johnny Pollard, and welcome to episode 13, season 2 of the One Giant Mind podcast. In this episode, I talk with Sarah about the importance of community that acts as the foundation for our shared growth and feeling of belonging that is such a vital component to our own personal development. And in hearing this, I hope that it inspires you to either nurture the community that you've got even more deeply or to go and find one and belong to one. Hope you enjoy. So, hi, I'm Sarah. Um, This is a really beautiful community. Uh, I have been meditating for a while, but not with this community, but I'm fairly new back to Melbourne. So I'll be probably getting involved. (laughs) Um, My question is, I had that real craving for the being um, quite a few years back, which took me on a journey to Bali and spending time living in the jungle and really in nature. And um, that was what I really craved and then I also craved a sense of purpose and contribution so I've come back and forward uh, quite a bit and I'm getting emotional there's obviously Mm. a question here um I find it really challenging to be um it's like being in the world but not of the world Mm -hmm. and you mentioned a lot oh my gosh I don't know why I was getting emotional because you're tapping on something really important. Yeah. Um, so there's, yeah, obviously that. Um, you, f- you feel a lot. You feel a lot. And I I guess I'm struggling with, um, I know what I'm here to do and I'm, I'm already doing it. And um, But also... Yeah, I guess when you said earlier about that resistance, like you can feel like, um, yeah, you're constantly getting up each day, remembering who you are, taking those uncomfortable steps forward. And I guess my question is really, um, I guess, about bridging the worlds and also, I guess, the role of community within that Mm -hmm. and also um, creating a sense of when you know what you're here to do, but it's uncomfortable, how to really create a sense of safety within yourself as you're doing what you need to do. Yeah. So there's a few questions there. Yeah, and they're all tightly knit mm. and very relevant to so much of what's happening with so many people that are doing this work of consciously moving inward. And the more we can move inward, the, the more awareness we have of the acute dysfunction of the world. And perhaps prior to that moment, we were able to turn the volume down on it and even ignore it to some extent. And then, you know, you get to a certain point where you can't do that anymore and you feel the intensity of what's happening in the world and it's overwhelming. And, and yet we continue these practices that are, making us increasingly more sensitive and empathic and we feel the the enormity of it all and it can feel so overwhelming and you're not alone in that you're not this is like part and parcel with this whole thing that we're talking about and it needs to be talked about more because there are a lot of people that are really having a tough time making the balance all you want to do is kind of withdraw not have anything to do with the world. 
and then having so much love for it and feeling such a deep calling to to do something meaningful that's that you know conscience that we have that just demands that you know we do something rather than just pretend nothing's happening it's a, a really important part of your own journey to become artful in the way that you walk that mm. that fine line what i can say is that it definitely becomes easier and that the more time you spend with yourself and cultivate the, the quality of compassion the more capacity you have to accept the way things are to the extent that it doesn't any longer immobilize you with the the whole sense of what's the point mm. like what's the point it's all too big it's all too much it feels so hopeless compassion and what i mean by compassion is we we reflect on the experience that the world is having collectively and we feel for it we go i don't like it i don't want it to be like this i might be powerless to affect it in any sort of global sense but i have immense power to to live in accordance with my own conscience my own sense of what is right and that is the foundation of fulfillment the foundation of fulfillment is always leading with your sense of what is right and just being true to that that's one less thing that you have to deal with the most nagging annoying dissonant sound inside of us sensation inside of us is a conscience that we are ignoring and it can cause all kinds of terrible suffering when we don't live in accordance with it so at least you're removing that level of dissonance and then going to the next the next part of your question you said what role does community play community plays the most one of the most important roles other than the way in which we tend to ourselves with kind loving compassion community becomes the the infrastructure in which we feel held supported seen validated in which we see support validate and feel like we belong to something that has shared value whatever that community is whether it's the lions club or whether it's you know a meditation group or whether it's you know netball croquet crochet whatever spray painting legally <laughs> whatever it might be the experience of belonging to a group with shared value causes an effect in us that is so primal to our to our well-being it eases the tension that is generated by the environment alone that we are alone that it's all on us to survive and that we don't have any real support to to achieve that we have biologically evolved to thrive with the support of a of a tribe a village a family and when we don't have that it's very difficult it's so difficult and there are so many people out there that are so alone so if you have good friendships and you're a good family and you have a good community of people you know make sure that you you nourish and cherish that as the most precious and important thing that you have because in the absence of that 
you know, things are going to be a lot tougher. If you don't have that, then go about trying and find one, find community, find, create it, create it. And then when you've got that, then the process of learning how to straddle your, dis, your, your discomfort with being in the world and your desire to want to contribute to it, you're not doing that alone. It becomes a creative shared process where it becomes the meaning of your life. And there are so many communities that I know of like this all around the world that are just so great, so healthy. And the people that belong to them are, are fantastic and they report feeling really good most of the time. They still feel this, you know, ginormous cosmic elephant in the room on the planet that's, you know, creating an enormous pressure on us. But they have tools and means by which they can engage and interact with that. And they're doing it in a shared experience, which just alleviates so much pressure. And so, yeah, that, that's my perspective on that. You know, I think that, you know, continue nurturing any community that you belong to and be open and communicative and share what you learn and listen to other people, what they've learned and, and just be very honest and earnest in your, your approach to refining. Don't be complacent. Don't be lazy. Be ever vigilant and diligent for asking how you can continue improving your relationship with yourself. Mm. Am I being nice to myself? Am I being kind to myself? Because all of those things play a massive role in how well you feel. Mm. If you've got, you know, an internal dialogue that is self-loathing, self-critical, scathing, then that is going to be the quality of your internal reality. Mm. And if we can't be nice to ourselves, why should we be expecting other people to be nice to us? And if we can't be nice to ourselves, we should expect that the way that we are with other people is going to be expressive of that in some way. So these are little areas, little things that you can do to help reconcile where you're at in the world. Mm. It all starts with us. It starts with you as an individual. Refine the quality of your own personal experience. And then, you know, try and bring that into, into meaningful, loving relationships. Yeah. Is that helpful? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think um, when you've shifted location as well, you do have to start like reforming community and things yeah. like that. And also this has come up a few times for me recently in my own practice is like that shift from empathy to compassion. Mm -hmm. And so empathy, and maybe you can help with this distinguishment, yeah. but I feel like empathy is where you feel everything and you let it, affect you whereas like you said compassion you still feel for people but you hold your center and your positioning and your power yeah your power and don't let yourself get taken into yeah yeah so yeah much. you got pulled out of your center yeah i'll go one step further say that empathy is a capacity to feel what it's like to be somebody else compassion is the ability to feel what it's like to be somebody else to feel their suffering and to want to do something about it. Mm. Yeah. Compassion is the active component of empathy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That was the last episode of season two. And I want to thank you all for coming along the journey with us. 
Again, a special thank you to Sky Tipler and all her team at MKT Communications for allowing us to record this series in their very cosy space down in Melbourne. Season three is going to be a little deeper, a little grittier, I think, because we are in a very new time that's being referred to as COVID. I'm going to amalgamate some brilliant minds to sit around and ask some tough questions about where we're at right now, where we're heading, and how we can really repurpose the tension, the drama, the divisiveness, and turn it into powerful instruments to increase our experience of unity, both with inside of ourselves and with everybody that we engage with. <laughs>